There's three grabbers, three taggers, five twig runners, and a player at whack bat. Center tagger lights a pine cone and chucks it over the basket, and the whack batter tries to hit the cedar stick off the cross rock. Then the twig runners dash back and forth until the pine cone burns out, and the umpire calls hot box. Finally, you count up however many, many score downs that adds to, and divide that by nine. Welcome to Flower Film Country. I'm Isaac Sims. I'm Olivia Clement. And I'm Walter Lyle. Joining us, this is big guys. We got <laughs> the uh, the minds behind Citizen Staff Picks, Shelby and Colin Lingo. How are y'all doing? Hi. Hey, we're good. Sweet, sweet. <laughs> uh, first and foremost, though, we, me and Olivia, we're, we're all college buddies together. So, mm-hmm. Walter, yeah. you're outnumbered. You got yeah, four I UCA am. bears here coming right at <laughs> you. And, and then this guy who didn't know anything about Arkansas until I moved here two years ago. So, <laughs> really the outlier here. Yeah. It's okay. Anytime we tell people we went to UCA, they're like, oh, so how was U of A? And we're like, yeah, nope. Different school. <laughs> These days yeah. I just own it. I mean, it was great. It was awesome. Yeah. 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 I just we're usually say we're well. uh, home of Scotty Pippen. And then they there go, go, oh, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Nice. Oh, something important like sports wise that I can. <laughs> okay. I understand. Yeah. 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 Dude, whenever I tell people I went to Ole Miss, like, and I don't care about sports at all, like, mm. not, don't really care at all. But every time I mention Ole Miss, like, oh, Rebels doing... And they just talk about football the whole time. And I'm like, I have no... Like, cool. Yeah. Sure. Is yeah. Ole Miss the school where, like, if you see somebody there, you're like, roll tide? Are they the uh, ones who say that? Alabama. Oh, uh, see, I don't know anything. Man. Y'all been living in California too long. Y'all been too detached from the SEC. Did you guys... Colin and Shelby, did you guys see Vengeance? No, in fact, I'm trying to I'm trying to hold off on listening to your episode on Vengeance until I see the movie. Gotcha. Uh, but I we desperately want to. Shelby is a huge fan of The Office, biggest Office fan I know personally, yeah. uh, and so she loves BJ Novak. But yeah, yeah we want to see it. Good. And they it's, have they have a it. whole segment about like, um, or there's like one big recurring joke about school spirit. <laughs> and it's really funny. And then we also like talk about it for a long time on our episodes. So. Oh, I yeah. love it. The only sport we keep up with these days is uh, is whack bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. same. That's or, that's same, that's same for me. I think Olivia's kind of like just her heart's hurting a little bit because none of us really appreciate sports like she. It's does. okay. It's <laughs> not for true. everyone, that's and that's true. okay. I'm not yeah. upset about it. Olivia, you're a huge Thunder fan, right? I am, and we won last night against the Chicago Bulls in overtime. Ooh, so thunder up, everyone! <laughs> thunder um, up. Nice. I yeah. will say, as much as I. I have this issue where I, I don't, uh, like college sports. Cause I like really resent college athletes. Cause I was in classes. with them. <laughs> Are they the worst people in the world? Yeah. Like, have you ever been in a group project with someone who's like, yeah, I can't help at all. I have practice yeah. like 24 yes. seven. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, but we, ha- since we moved to Portland, we've been really into the, um, the Portland trailblazers. So we've been to a lot nice. of their games lately, which has been really fun. So I'm That'd like, even though I don't know anything about, college football i'm interested in the nba now so i appreciate all of your instagram stories about like yes. the WNBA <laughs> and all that stuff thank you thank yeah. you yeah you guys mm-hmm. are on dame time then yeah we are we it was it was tough but we ponied up some dough and we got the half season tickets and we go probably more frequently than we ever thought we would go to an nba game and uh 
We don't know any of the rules. We just know that it's good when they get the ball in. And so we, we and we, we know how to boo the other guy. So put, that's all you really need. Hoop, yeah. I want to exactly. put something out. I want to put something out real quick is that I don't think I would ever be cool enough to pull off the phrase pony up some dough. But it, <laughs> you, you killed it just now. Like it rolled off the tongue. And hold I'm on, like, hold on. There's like so much drip coming through yes. my computer. <laughs> listen, I heard that. Listen, I was like, you guys that was cool nice. as hell. Like that. Was- <laughs> <laughs> you guys are being too cool. You guys are being too nice. Real quick about student athletes. I just remembered this, and I can't believe I didn't remember it. Whenever we uh, did our vengeance episode, but my sister was in. Um, she was in classes with Ryan Mallet whenever she was at U of A. And one day she said one time he, he was like the most annoying person, but she said that one time, like, uh, they had to get up to get some materials for a group project again, like group project. That's what reminded Always. me. Yep. Yeah. He goes, he, he just leans back in his chair and he goes, does someone want to get Ryan Mallet the materials? No. And <laughs> oh everyone just like stared at him and there was just like dead air. And everyone was like, you no. could, the, the hatred was palpable. So. I feel like Gosh. so vindicated right now. Like that is like, <laughs> thank you for telling that story. <laughs> that could have gone a few different ways. I thought you were going to tell us that your sister was a college athlete and she actually worked really hard and Shelby needed to take that back. But no, it was... The supportive story. She had to work three jobs to get through. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Mallon ended up playing backup for Tom Brady for a while, right? Yeah. Yes. I have yeah. a feeling he had to pick up some materials for some other folks <laughs> for a while. Yes. He was probably Admitted. humbled a little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. No, that pick is a that is a hundred percent true story. Whoever listens to this, like, <laughs> take it to the bank. So, um, guys, do y'all want to do y'all want to share about uh, citizen staff picks and just kind of that's like a recent um a recent venture you guys have embarked on and uh, I get to contribute sometimes. It's really cool. Yeah, you yes. Uh so yeah. Shelms and I wanted to do so we had no idea I I had no idea. I just knew that I wanted to do some kind of community driven film thing. Uh I I like to watch too I, I watch too many movies and I watch a lot of TV. And um I knew that it, those things were more fun when you can kind of share with lots of people. And I care about what people think about movies I like. And I mean, it's, you've been to a party and like you find out somebody there likes the same kind of movies you like, and you're mm-hmm. like, well, cool. I know what I'm going to be doing for the rest of this party. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I just wanted some kind of channel where we could get people to get involved and talk about movies. Uh, even if it's, you know, I, I told Shelbs, even if we only have like four people that, that care to talk about it, I want people to talk about it together. And she helped me kind of shape it into what it is now. She said, what if you made it like a, like an Instagram page uh, sort of thing where you share and then people can review it and then you can, you know, and then we decided to come up with like the, the old school format of like a, like a movie rental uh, store where like, you know, you go past that, that rack where the staff would, you know, say, Hey, I'm really into this movie right now. And then you could, there's an episode of Seinfeld too, where they do this. And they're like, Oh, I love Joe's picks. Oh, yeah, Joe yeah. really gets me. And I thought that was a cool uh, version of a movie community. And so, yeah, basically we just have an Instagram page where, um, us and four other people, Isaac included, uh, share their, you know, what they're watching right now, uh, every two weeks. And then the, you know, people that follow are encouraged to, or don't follow, uh, people are encouraged to share what they think about our, you know, staff picks. And then I love, kinda, yeah. yeah. And y'all's log line is awesome. We don't work at a video store, but here's 
what we'd suggested we did. <laughs> we and, did. <laughs> yeah. And the way that y'all have the art is cool. Cause it looks like, you know, the plastic wrap that would, they used to come on uh, yeah. VHS and DVDs and blockbusters and like movie gallery and stuff like that. So Isn't that so cool? Colin yeah. made that, that logo. It looks amazing. He's good yeah. at it. Uh, but yeah, it's fun. My boss is another one of the people that contribute. She, uh, we, we all work in corporate event planning now, but she, uh, has a master's in film and, uh, oh, cool. she used wow. to be like a script reader and, uh, Hollywood and uh, now she does what we do but uh, so she has cool. yeah so she has really great perspective so we try to get like a, a wide array of people and um, I think it's a lot of fun maybe I don't know I don't think we were inspired because we live in Oregon now which is where the very last blockbuster is but uh, oh, yeah, yeah. but still but yeah it's really fun and I think um, it, we try to make it like a way I mean like you guys do like to encourage conversation about movies like in a way that's inclusive to everybody yeah. and um yeah, it could be fun. So we're just getting started, but hopefully we'll kind of pick it up. We did this this month. We're doing uh, Crowvember, which is just a bunch of <laughs> Rus- Russell Crowe movies. You could we're having like a Russell Crowe movie matchup. What are the what are the final two right now? Call that we're about to vote it, on next yeah, week I, or whatever. I don't uh, I don't know that it's official yet, but it looks like the final two are going to be. Um, Gladiator, obviously, yeah. uh, and Three Ten to Yuma, which did a lot better than I thought it would do. I thought, nice. I yeah. thought, oh, like, Dark you know, Horse, yeah. yeah. I mean, great movie though, right? So yeah. good, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, so we want to do the, you know, we want to share what we're watching right now, but we also kind of want to do fun stuff, like talk about the fact that Russell Crowe owned the early two thousands. He was like the yeah. movie star. Yeah. Um, yeah. so just just fun stuff and and we don't want it to be too highbrow right like we we want it to be kind of like you can come at it from any angle so like shelby was saying liz uh, has a master's in film um but you know then we have uh you know shelby and i don't have a master's in film. i have i have like the most lowbrow tasted movies of all time <laughs> so like like yeah. february is going to be uh feb drew barrymore and so nice. there'll be, <laughs> to be a lot of fun rom-coms and stuff but yeah. uh yeah, but then we also have fun. like uh like Paige uh is one of our one of our current staff members and she has like a she like is actually pursuing a career in being a documentarian so like people wow. with all kinds of different angles to their love of movies are participating we want everyone to be involved so that's so yeah. Cool. cool yeah we we love that and i'm excited to to partner up more in the future yeah um, your picks are always the best picks i'm gonna say it i'll say it right now you're my favorite member of the staff i will i will have to i, I really appreciate that yeah uh, thanks colin <laughs> I mean, I, look. <laughs> the 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 very first and I don't know if anyone else um, on this call has seen Hellraiser, but Hellraiser was my first pick and it is one of the gnarliest movies I've ever seen. But we also started, or you guys started it in um, around Halloween. Yeah, and so perfect. I was like, Halloween movie, here you go. Like instantly in Hellraiser's, Hellraiser's gnarly because he has like the pins all in his head. And so I wondered if people were like, what the heck? So no, dude, I thought that was a great thing. I thought that was yeah. really good. In fact, when you sent that over, I was like, okay, it was a good choice to get Isaac involved. Nice. Like he's, nice. yeah, yeah, he's playing at a different level. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I, I will say one of the inspirations uh, was, was the fact that you guys have this podcast, you know, it's, it's hey. kind of scary when you want to do something creative and fun and like kind of put yourself out there and be like, what if 
nobody likes me. And then I was like, no, listen, Isaac is like pursuing this, this podcast and like, they've got that. And that's awesome. And like, I like, I like looked at y'all thing. I was like, look, if they can do a cool creative project, like so can we. And so yep. you guys, you guys walked so that we could run. Well, well, go. that's, that's very kind. We're just over here talking into our mics and also you guys are running too that came across wrong you guys, <laughs> you guys, you guys honestly you guys are running so we could walk is yes, exactly. that's really more like yeah, that, you guys yeah. knew what i meant you guys yeah. knew what i meant y'all have overtaken us yeah we're still no 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 <laughs> no chance i think we have like 33 followers or something yeah so. we literally hey, and that yeah that's I, ju- I just followed myself so i saw that nice. come through man so you got you got another that. one bing on bing you. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um well Let's get let's uh, we made a bunch of jokes on the let's last dive episode right about in. let's dive right in like 45 <laughs> minutes into a podcast. The hosts go, let's dive right in. But um, you know, we like to keep our intros like kind of brief so that we can hit the material that we we know that we're excited to talk about. And Fantastic Mr. Fox is probably my favorite movie of all time. So I'm excited to talk about it. Um, but yeah, let's just go around. Uh, Walter watched it his wife saw it for the first time last night let's just go around and kind of like everybody describe their relationship to the movie because it came out in 2009 um and so it has had a while to kind of percolate it's over 10 years old and it's kind of like in the culture now it's like a big thanksgiving movie and um one of wes anderson's like most whimsical and fun movies so yeah let's just like go around and kind of describe our relationship with it Starting with Walter. I was about to say, who wants to start? <laughs> Got lost in there, sorry. Yeah, I I think I saw this movie when it first came out. My dad, my dad did this all the time with our family. He would like, just come home from work with a movie from Blockbuster or a movie gallery. Uh, and, nice. Yeah, and so vintage. And <laughs> he wouldn't tell anybody. He would just like, he would, he would pick him. Like nobody knew he was going to Blockbuster on his way home from work. And he would just, he'd come home with a movie and be like, all right, family movie night, we're all watching this. And we're all like, well, we have one TV. So I guess we're all watching this movie tonight. Uh, that's how I came to see, he <laughs> some weird stuff. One time he came home with the Katy Perry movie. And that's how he came home with the, with the Justin Bieber movie. And we sat our white asses down and listened. You know what I mean? And uh, it's also how one time he was like, he's like, one of my favorite movies when I was younger was Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. That's a like, good one. like the, the the horror slash thriller movie the birds mm-hmm. uh and i have me and all my siblings way too young to be watching that movie and we were <laughs> scarred I can, the, number of times, the number of times my dad has like brought home a movie and we're all sitting there and like either he and or my mom are like are like oh yeah we watched the movie. we were like we have good memories of this and then like eight times throughout the movie they'd be like I don't remember that part. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> dude, classic parents. <laughs> yeah, huge, huge dad moment. Uh, but one of the ones that was successful was he brought. It was we didn't see it in theaters, but he brought home Fantastic Mr. Fox, and and we all sat down and watched it. I remember loving it. My dad especially though. I remember the one line that, and he listens to this podcast. So shout out to Craig Lyle. Uh, but shout out Craig. He might not even remember this, but there was, and I'm getting this whole story wrong. I don't know, but there was the one line that really got him was, of course, during the whack bat scene. They do, they do, they do the whole play, and then at the very end, right before it cuts to the next part, an off-camera voice just goes, "Somebody divide that by nine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> love that. And so, like, when I, we were watching it last night, and I was like, I just had that very vivid memory of like watching that movie with my dad and the rest of our family, and uh, and I got to enjoy it last night with 
uh, my wife who uh, had never seen it before. And, um, and it's been so long since I've seen it. It was almost a new experience for me too. And it was just so much fun. It was one of those movies that we didn't get on our phones or like talk during it. You know what I mean? It's just like, we were just in it the whole time. So, uh, yeah, I love it. Um, uh, it's definitely up there, like top five movies for me. I think just, I I love movies that have a lot of style and that like it's a Wes Anderson movie. So, you know, it's going to have a lot of style. Olivia, what about you? So I watched this movie for the first time in July of this year. Nice. Um, I I think I genuinely only watched it because not that I, I mean, I probably would have watched it at some point because it's a Wes Anderson movie. But I think I watched it because I was like, I know Isaac loves this movie. Like it's his favorite uh-huh. film. And so I was like, I'm going to watch this movie. I think I had just time to kill one day and I didn't have anything else going on. So I was like, I'm going to watch this movie finally and thought it was great. Loved it. Um, as I was watching it, I rewatched it last night because I was like, I should probably watch this movie in a more recent time than uh, July. And so I watched it last night and I was just like, man, this is such a great movie. I, I really love that, even though it's claymation. And I think that it would be really difficult to have the same style like Wes Anderson's style he still has it and it still comes across I was Mm -hmm. thinking man this is so like just perfect and it feels as if I was watching this like a live action Wes Anderson movie and so I really enjoy it I think it's funny I think this is I mean this and I think Isle of the Dog Dogs is probably the most kid appropriate Wes Anderson movie (laughs) so this I think this would be a good family movie to watch Uh, Mm -hmm. clearly it was for Walter's family yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Craig, Craig got it right on that one. Yeah, he nailed yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> Colin so, Shelby, what about what about y'all? Um, I it's my favorite Wes Anderson movie. I don't know. I haven't thought about enough of putting it in my like top five movies of all time, but it's definitely my favorite Wes Anderson movie. Mm-hmm. And I didn't watch this till college. I didn't even know who Wes Anderson was until college. I actually, there's this person who will uh, remain a name too. I met him in college and he goes, we sat down and he goes, what are your top five favorite Wes Anderson movies? And I was like, I was like, who, you know? So um, I think I know who you're talking about. I, feel like I know who you're talking about too. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, I'm, I guess I'm not cool anyway. So uh, a couple of years later, I ended up watching this, I think with like some, a movie night with my friends at Watkins, Isaac and Olivia Watkins. Classic. I know. And, and uh, we watched it and I, I loved it. I think, um, it's sweet and like cozy. It like gives off so many cozy vibes. And I, I like really want to try the, um, the beans, apple cider. Like that's oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It tastes but, like melted gold. It yeah. burns yeah. in your throat, boils in your stomach. Yep. So yeah. Good. yeah. Yeah. So I think it's, um, I think it's like kind of really hard to nail down Thanksgiving movies, but this is definitely one of them. So yep. um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love it. It's my favorite yep. one of Wes Anderson's. Yeah. Colin, did you get into it right around the same time as Shelby? Uh, So Shelby uh, definitely introduced me to this movie, right? I I knew that it existed, but I went a long time sort of under the impression that I didn't like Wes Anderson. Uh, I started with The Life Aquatic, and I still don't love that movie. I know it's crazy, Um, but I do now love love Wes Anderson movies. So like Royal Tenenbaums and uh, Mm -hmm. Limited and even, you know what, I'll say it. uh, French Dispatch is 
amazing i know it's like kind of not cool to like the newest wes anderson movie a whole lot but like Mm -hmm. i i love it right Uh, i got roasted uh, by somebody once for saying that grand budapest was really good they're like oh that's not even like peak anderson anyway so um, (laughs) yeah yeah it was the same person that we talked about earlier anyway so uh so so anyway uh let's just keep telling stories about this person (laughs) yeah so uh my gosh what an impactful person um anyway so uh i was we, I think we had been married. Shelby and I got married. I was like 25 before I watched this movie. And um, I was like, all right, I'll watch it. You know, I'm, I'm not super, you know, huge on his movies or hit or miss for me. And uh, watch this. And like, what can Wes Anderson be a, a bigger jerk that he is so good at live action movies? And he's like, I think I'll dabble in animation. And then just like crushes it. Like what a jerk, right? Like yeah. some people are out here like trying their best to make a movie. And he's like, I don't think I can do wrong. No. Um, yeah. So I, that's, that's my biggest takeaways. I, every time I watch this movie, I'm just like, I mean, how incredibly talented is, is mm-hmm. Wes Anderson that he's just like, I think I'll do the hardest version of, of animation and just like knock it all the way out of the park. Right. I, um, I understand on a very basic level how like stop motion is supposed to work. But when I'm watching this movie, I, I can't figure it out. It's that good. Like I'm like, how in the world did they do that? Well, all the hairs, like all the fur on the foxes, like is is moving moving constantly. Yeah. 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 Totally incredible. Or just like some of the, like the rack focuses they do. Like he shot a, there's the scene where he shoots the blueberry over at the beagle and like it Mm -hmm. starts on the blueberry and then rack focuses to the dog and then the dog walks up and eats it and then like passes out. And I just thought like, did that take a like a whole week to yeah, shoot just probably, that like probably, five probably, seconds and like yeah. and like I just imagine that as long as it takes to shoot stop motion, um, it had to have taken twice as long to do this one because it's so much it's so much better than any other mm, yeah. like kid movie kid movie in yeah. quotes. Um, I also think that it's cool that. You know, there's like uh, when people talk about like Shrek, they're like, yeah, it's a kid movie, but there's a lot of adult humor, <laughs> right? Yeah, like, right. Yeah. Those are the crowds I hang in anyway. Uh, people are always talking about Shrek. Um, but yeah, I just feel like this is actually like without being crude, this is like a movie that kids can enjoy and adults can enjoy because yeah. it's mm-hmm. like a well-made movie, not because they mm-hmm. talk uh, like in innuendos. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's dude. It's so good. It's so good. And I think my favorite line though, is uh, I did love the somebody divide that by nine. I thought that was <laughs> yeah. hilarious. We've, we've watched this like three times in the past two weeks um, in prep for this podcast we, nice. we really so care like about real flyover. real I'll say more, more than we do yeah. <laughs> um but we uh yeah the, my favorite line i think is when the the mole they confront uh mr fox in the in the tunnels and the mole's like me and my family just want to see the light of day and he goes i don't know how to tell you this but you're a mole you won't ever see the light of day he's like you're nocturnal phil you barely see the light on a good day <laughs> enough of your double talk we have rights that is my that's my favorite and that's i just some- yeah, I yeah. love that George Clooney is like who they they went after for that role. Like, right? Like, he's perfect in that perfect. role. Yeah, and maybe it's because of Ocean's Eleven, and it's like kind of a heist movie, right? But mm-hmm. do you think that had any influence on it? 
I, I bet like, yeah. I'd be really surprised if there wasn't any influence on it. Uh, yeah. I, and then, you know, rewatching it yesterday, I was like, this is a heist movie. And like, it's so funny and they're just kind of going and stealing stuff. And I've read the, the Roald Dahl book and oh, it's cool. different because they go, they do go and steal stuff, but there's just, the humor is different. The tone is a little bit different, but mm-hmm. for the most part, it's just kind of like a rollicking thing. Like you could read your 10 year old, like mm-hmm. over the course of a couple nights. Cause it's actually longer than you would expect. And, um, yeah, like the highest aspect of this movie is really, is really, really funny. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. the, I want to talk about stop motion real quick because Colin, you said something about or but both you and Shelby were talking about how, um, like the hair and how obviously how long it takes to make a scene. I think about the scene in Parks and Rec where Ben makes the stop motion thing. <laughs> yeah. He's like, is it, yeah, for a de- Tuesday. How, how, how could how a depressed, depressed person, person do this? this? Yeah. <laughs> and and also thinking about like stop motion just up until Fantastic Mr. Fox kind of freaked me out. Like I really love Chicken Run. That's got to be well, and that's yes. that's claymation. So yeah, I know it's very similar. Um, it's it's the same category, but mm-hmm. uh, but like Chicken Run was great. I love it. I loved it. I had the kid, play- but it did scare me a little bit. I had the PlayStation uh, game for Chicken Run. Oh, really? Yeah, Farm. I never, yeah. beat, I never beat it. I need to like go to my parents' house and find our old PlayStation I- and. Everything. I rented it from Blockbuster one time. It was a very hard game. It, dude, it was hard. It was, it was so yeah. hard. It was difficult. I for remember the, for the OG PlayStation. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. a little gray one. Yeah. I remember yeah. you had to like find an old pair of scissors and cut through like a wire fence. Yeah. And then, and then there was another level where you had to gather all the supplies to like the chickens would all stand on top of each other and be mm-hmm. Mrs. Tweety and like try to balance <laughs> and walk out the door. And before the scary dogs got you, yeah. Yeah. Isaac, I'm with you. That one was kind of scary. It I was still love yeah. this, but yeah. yeah, I didn't even play the game, but now I'm even more scared. Uh, <laughs> you should but, be. But the, you know, like I never, I've never seen Coraline. I really want to catch Ooh, up on. That's a great on, one. That one's uh, creepy too. Henry Selleck, I think is the guy who made Coraline. Um, and a couple other like Nightmare Before Christmas, I famously love, and Walter does not like at all. <laughs> um, but up until that, I think I think that the big thing that Fantastic Mr. Fox accomplishes is this sort of like warmth uh, that a lot of st- stop motion movies don't have. And part of it's like he just knew from the beginning this is going to be the color palette of the movie, yeah. and it's going to be Thanksgiving in orange, and everything's warm, and it really does take the edge off of like the jerkiness and kind of like the unnaturalness of it. Yeah. And also like the, the, the way he writes jokes and how staccato every single, like every one of, uh, ashes, like <laughs> one liner stingers uh-huh. just land so funny because I think because of like how jerky everyone kind of moves and stuff. And even if it is kind of smooth, you know, the, the way that they ended up making every scene is like smooth. So, Yeah. Well, on the so so normally movies are shot with I think twenty four frames per second. This yep. was shot with twelve frames per second. So yep. so it moves differently than than other like typical movies do. Yeah. And so I think that also adds to the the feel of this movie. Yep. Yeah, it's the same kind. I mean, I know it's 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 animation, but obviously just like more uh, traditional animation. But Into the Spider Verse, I think mm-hmm. it was at sixteen frames a second. Might be getting it wrong. changes. That sounds right. Yeah. 
it changes to in into the yeah. spider-verse like once he yeah. gets his powers it speeds up yeah so there's more fr- like frames per right second. oh i right. didn't know but that like, that's really yeah. cool it, yeah. it it's made to feel like a comic book so yeah i love mm-hmm. when yeah 24 is the cinematic standard but like it is very cool when directors are intentional about doing that differently and, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not talking about peter jackson doing the hobbit in 48 frames a second just to see if he could because that was dumb uh, but <laughs> something like into the spider-verse or fantastic mr fox or it's like very purposeful like this will enhance the the film you know what i mean like I'll, yeah i love that it looked great yeah um whenever what i think whenever i came away from the movie obviously like my whole family i or i guess i never shared like my experience with it i saw the trailer for this on rotten tomatoes when i was in ninth grade and i showed my sister and she was like that looks weird and then you know it came it came out around thanksgiving and so yeah. it was like a because my brother yeah my brother was home from college and he was like, oh, I don't want to see that because that's Wes Anderson. He like knew about it because he was older. And um, so we all went to see it and it be like instantly became a family classic. I think we went, Aww. we bought it on DVD and then ended up uh, getting the Criterion uh, a couple years ago. So it's it's a very important movie for my family. We say what the cuss all the time. Like <laughs> that was like the big, the big quote that we took away from it is like, yeah. you cussing with me and then like pre- <laughs> pretend to growl like animals. So. That's so cute. Yeah. yeah. The the best was when they were going off the ramp, like in the end and he yelled, holy swear and cuss. <laughs> that, that really got me last night. That was really funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but I don't know what, who are your favorite characters? What's the best scene? This movie's a cool hour and 26 minutes. I know, it's like the I love perfect. This, this, it's the what perfect. every movie should be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was going to say that I think this is like the perfect movie for a flyover film country to talk about because there's literally like a flyover at the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie. Did yes. you guys see that? The helicopter yeah. goes right over. Yeah. I yeah. thought that was perfect yeah. for you guys. I will say, I think that they keep casting George Clooney in these heist movies because like, don't you think that someone with his voice, you would like trust him to do anything? Yes. I'll be like, yeah, let's Absolutely. do it. Like if somebody, if George Clooney mm-hmm. told me to do anything, I'd be like, sounds good. I'm in. Like, yeah. I don't love doing hearing it. that uh, considering your massive crush on him, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I just feel like he is like cool and confident. And yeah. you're just like, okay, All the yeah, time. Man. he, he yeah. has that natural charisma that like, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely fits the character of, of Mr. Fox too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. And how cool, like Meryl Streep is his wife, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I feel like that's such a fun little, like Meryl Streep is huge and like having her like be in this uh, animation movie is so sweet. Yeah. I love it. I think, um, Isaac, a second ago you were talking about, or Isaac or Walter, we're talking about, um, ashes like quips and, uh, gosh, he says something so funny. I remember laughing, like, especially more, we were rewatching it last night when, uh, Christopherson, uh, which is like, I feel like a classic Wes Anderson, like <laughs> name Christopherson <laughs> yeah. Yeah. is like sleeping underneath, um, the train table. Sleeping under the train, and Ash yeah. is like, "I'm really sick of this uh, like, uh, sappy house guest routine." <laughs> <laughs> really old. Yeah, that was he's so like, ruthless. He, he goes, "Can I scoot my uh, my my bedroll out from underneath the table?" And he just looks at him and goes. There's a lot of attitudes going around. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> let me get one. Don't let me get one. Yeah. Don't let me Jason get one. Schwartzman. I really think that Jason Schwartzman is like the funniest part of this movie. Like yeah. Ash is, is, I think, my favorite 
and funniest character. He also, another thing we say, my family says all the time, like about anything is, uh, you're supposed to be my lab partner. And he's like, no, you're not. <laughs> Just loyal. <laughs> Just loyal. What's the, the bully says to him? I, I like Chris Iverson as a character. Um, yeah. When he's when he's talking to the, his lab partner and he goes, what's up with your cousin? What is he such a wet sandwich or something yeah. like that? Yeah. He, goes, he goes, are you a bully? Because you're, you're starting to sound like a bully. Like, yeah. I, I love that line. That is That's such a good line yeah. to like diffuse someone. You could even do yeah. that at work. Like someone's yeah. talking yeah. bad about a coworker. I'm sorry, are you a bully? You're starting to sound like a bully. Yeah. Yeah. He, and he also says, this is something I didn't notice until like, I'd seen it probably five or six times, but I noticed that, you know, Christopherson says, I beg your pardon. And the bully goes, what's that mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he tells him, he goes, I, it means I don't understand what you just said or something yeah. like that. Like yeah. this is really, Christopherson is, um, is pretty cool. I mean, Ash would be sad to hear us spending so much time talking about Christopherson. <laughs> yeah. I think, but well, he's I such know. a natural. We're yeah. just yeah. loyal. <laughs> we are just loyal, all of us. Uh, it's, yeah. it's crazy. I was going to, you know, go back to Shelby talking about um, the the cast um, because I don't know if you guys have seen the clips of them recording mm -mm. the their lines. This is probably my favorite part. Like, you know, there, there's a lot of really incredible um, like bonus content on the Criterion. But, you know, the one that I love the most is there. He's with Bill Murray and Meryl Streep and George Clooney, and they're doing all the line readings. And um, when Bill Murray and George Clooney are doing the lot, the scene in the bank where he's like, you need to not buy this tree. This is a bad idea. And they they really like growl at each other. And like Bill yeah. Murray's like spitting like on the <laughs> like because they're, they're like doing the animal voices and they're so oh. into it. But Meryl Streep. Like I'm pretty, I'm almost positive that she did like one line reading and that was it because you, you saw like everyone doing a bunch of different takes and you, you know, like from the way they delivered it, that's not the one that they put in the movie, but the ones they showed of Meryl Streep, you're like, that's the one they put in the movie. Like, yeah. and she's just like on another level and, oh, and yeah. you can, you can see Wes yeah. Anderson just kind of like looking at her like, oh my gosh, you're crazy. <laughs> like what? Like, you think Meryl Streep yeah. would do more than one take? <laughs> yeah. 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 Just like, do you right, doubt her? You. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I haven't seen the one with Bill Murray and George Clooney, but the one I really love is like Bill Murray's at a, or I'm sorry, George Clooney's at a table with all that food uh -huh. and he, and they're like, uh, doing the scene of him eating and it's literally him shoving food in his face. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so fun. I love it. It sounds like such a fun movie to put together. Like how yeah. fun. Yeah. There's also they're, one where they're like riding a four wheeler or something. Yes, and they're yeah, all yeah, yeah. piled and, and, and on one. Like doing that. And he's like, yeah. how'd yeah. you get in the sidecar? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, Isaac said that you have read the book, right? A long time ago. Like, okay. I think I was, I think I read it around the time it came out. I think I was like in ninth grade. I was okay. just a little goober. Just a, oh. just a little goober. Um, I, I don't know if you would know with it being so long ago, but the whole like, um, the whole like undertone theme, I guess you could say of like Mr. Fox, like trying to deny that he is this wild animal, like trying to deny who he really is as this like heist man. Mm -hmm. Is that in the book or is that Wes Anderson? That's that's more Wes Anderson. And I think that ends up being like, you know, obviously kind of the the motif of this movie is like you kind of have to accept who you are, but you you can't let that 
shirk your responsibility to your loved ones. Um, that's kind of like the whole point of the movie. In the book, it's it's very it's still it's actually more whimsical than that. Like the the movie's not like super emotional or anything like that. But that one scene with them in the waterfall is gorgeous. I guess they're mm-hmm. like in the sewers or whatever, so probably didn't smell good for them. <laughs> but like it's re- it looks really cool, and it's mm-hmm. it's this sort of like oh dang, I'm like I'm like you know if you weren't emotionally invested with them, that's like toward the end of the movie, you get it invested there because you're like, yeah, like she's like, I love you, but I shouldn't have married you because mm-hmm. you're too dangerous. It's like really sad and like, but, but sweet. And it ends up like a happy ending there. The one line in the book that I remember that me and my buddies laughed at because I read it on the way to a basketball tournament out loud to everyone and they're like what a a cool guy because everybody was like oh i love that movie let's read the book and we were in the car for like three hours there's a scene where someone calls mr fox or he calls someone uh you saucy beast like like they say you saucy beast and i'm really surprised that that didn't make it into the into the movie because that's what i remember from reading the book it's like we were just Mm -hmm. dying at that one line so yeah i just saucy imagine beast. isaac and a bunch of other ninth graders calling each other saucy beasts <laughs> yes like, we did the, the rest of the yeah. weekend we were like yeah. on, on the court even like pass, on the court yeah. pass me the rock uh, saucy you, beast you saucy beast <laughs> way to hit that three you saucy beast yeah. <laughs> yeah. the other team's exactly. like what are they talking <laughs> the, other team, the other teams are like they are way too close that's really weird <laughs> yeah, something's that's, going on over there something's really something is wrong Guys, I just realized that by now, that was probably the first domino in today's sports lingo where people say, like, he's got the sauce. He's got the sauce. (laughs) Timing is there. What if it was rolled down? Yeah. Oh, man. It all starts with not me. What if it was rolled down? Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm just seeing seeing you, like, hitting threes, and then people are like, oh, that was saucy. And then that's domino one. Yep. And next thing you know. Yep. He's got the sauce. Here we are. Yeah. The next thing you know, better <laughs> basketball players are receiving that praise. <laughs> Six man Isaac over here making a three every other other game. So <laughs> that's seriously my uh, reputation legacy in basketball in high hey, school. So you know what? It was better than mine. So just straight bench warmer. So and mine because I didn't play at all. So there we go yeah i was third string basketball there you go yeah yeah Yeah. we all you know i think we're all having a very ash moment where we're like look i'm not not an athlete (laughs) i feel like i feel like i think i'm an athlete and you guys just don't feel that way yeah Yeah. (laughs) what about ash at the table with his old trophy and they're like what is that and he's like you know just a trophy i won for being athletic (laughs) chris dobson doesn't say anything (laughs) oh my gosh before i forget it just made me remember when there another line that i love is when um i can't remember what ash does to chris hofferson you guys will have to remind me but then he's like i'm gonna go meditate for 30 minutes (laughs) and then the mom's like you have 29 minutes to come up with a good that was very cool i don't remember what he said but he like he said oh i think he he said something about his dad being sick like he was really he was actually yeah he says he's got he says he's got one foot on the grave and three on a banana peel (laughs) 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 and then christopherson does that super sick acorn flip thing into his cup yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) he uh, the, the so many funny like aesthetic things about the movie stand out to um like with <laughs> he is reading the newspaper and there's 
they show it to you and it's just like that huge ad that says 40% off bandit hats. <laughs> and then he like cuts it out and you're like, okay, this is like, it's, it's in the best way, sort of like, I guess him, not even holding your hand, but just like, I'm just cutting out like everything that is unnecessary. Like yeah. you need to know they're going to, they're going to wear bandit hats because this is like mm-hmm. a kind of absurd heist movie with animals and they're going to be jokes about the bandit hat. So let's just cut right to the chase. And I, that's what I love about the movie. And it's surprising because, um, you know, his, a lot of his other movies are like really can be really long and feel really long mm-hmm. life aquatic. I would criticize that. And then definitely Darjeeling limited. Um, mm-hmm. so I love that it's, it's, I don't know. It's one of those things you can look at and just, point to him being like he's not like just self-indulgent the whole time or like flexing he's like Mm -hmm. no let's just like move along like make the jokes and it's all tight so yeah it's nice when when they when like directors let the audience in on the joke kind of and i feel like that's what he does when he like yeah bandit bandit hats are on sale or masks on sale like they kind of let you in and let you feel like you're a part of it as it's moving along Mm -hmm. which is fun yeah. really fun i also love about wes anderson too is that uh like i feel like he always has like his cast of characters and like it's fun mm-hmm. to see who's gonna play what you know what i mean mm-hmm. like he's got right. these actors that are in everything and so every time you watch one of his movies you get to you get to see how they're all spread out this time and mm-hmm. i think it's a lot, lot of fun yeah it's like you u.s anderson movie well i wonder who bill murray's gonna play <laughs> exactly like, not, yeah. yeah not not I think yeah. will he be in it it's like who who is he gonna be yeah, yeah. exactly uh, like what what about the um owen wilson and luke wilson what are they gonna be right this time? Right, like, right or yeah. adrian brody mm-hmm. well and yeah. That, yeah. Oh, to, yeah to y'all's points about george clooney are y'all surprised that he hasn't been in another west anderson Dude, movie? yes honestly yeah. yes yeah. i feel like he did so well in this one I feel like anytime I see somebody like that or like, okay. So anytime anyone has like that cast of characters and then somebody comes in kind of as an outsider and then they're not in the other ones, I assume there's some kind of riff. I assume yep. that like, <laughs> oh, just, I'm like, Oh, like, George Clooney must hate Wes Anderson. or well, vice versa, I, just, I feel yeah. like George Clooney's voice works for this, but I cannot imagine him in like the Wes Anderson, like style. Yeah. Like it would be like, hard like, to imagine universe. him in like Moonrise Kingdom. That's what I was thinking with those like short shorts. Yeah. That they all wear, you know, know? now that you said that, I actually can't imagine that. (laughs) (laughs) And and now I want it. And Ben Stiller too. Like Ben Stiller hasn't worked with him since Royal Tenenbaums. And there are like all these, there are reports about like how famously Gene Hackman was like, I'm not putting up with your, I'm not doing this again. I'm not like, I'm just doing my thing. And he works so well in that movie, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's understandable. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to be in another one of your movies. Like, I'm not going to put up with your, like, there's that, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of directors don't jive with, you know, certain actors mm-hmm. uh, super well. But like, um, it is weird that specifically Ben Stiller and um, George Clooney haven't shown up because George Clooney is like in a bunch of like movies where he is like making a fool of himself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it's just interesting to me that like he, he may just be above it, but who knows? I don't know. We're just I will say. We watched the Royal Tenenbaums recently and seeing Ben Stiller kind of took me out of it. Like, I don't know why. Yeah, I was just kind of like, I mean, I think he did a good job too, but every time I saw him, I feel like my attachment to him is like stupid. Like not really like, uh, yeah, I'm like seeing like Zoolander. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I, so when I see him, like, it's hard for me to, I don't know. It just kind of takes me out of it a little bit. Not that he did a bad job. It was just, 
in my head, I'm like, okay, that's a goofy person. That's not, yeah. Yeah. I can't take him seriously right now. It's, it's almost like seeing Adam Sandler in a serious role or a more serious role. Mm-hmm. It, yes. it, it's, you have to get used to it and it's hard to get used to it because you're used mm-hmm. to Adam Sandler and like Billy Madison or the wedding mm-hmm. uh, singer or like, <laughs> yeah. you know, all these stupid movies, which I say that th- I love those movies. Oh my gosh. Know? Me too. They're I like, love Adam Sandler. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I actually do like Adam Sandler movies, but seeing him in something like uncut gems was so crazy. Uncut and gems. it took me forever. Uh, uncut gems. <laughs> it took me forever to get used to that because yeah he's in goofy movies not in serious yeah. roles i yeah, think I had, ben stiller is same for that yeah i had the same experience when i saw steve carell in uh vice yeah uh, and who, who oh who yeah, rumsfeld. Donald, yeah donald rumsfeld, rumsfeld yeah. yeah who is like and it's like obviously a very serious role, but the whole time i'm like michael scott michael scott michael scott like my brain, <laughs> my brain can't like separate him from the same thing with like you know seeing daniel radcliffe uh at you know in something like uh was like that horrible movie we watched Isaac Guns Akimbo. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, well, that's Harry Potter. Like, why does he have guns? You know, like, it's, yeah. yeah, it's going to be weird. I haven't seen the, is the weird owl movie out yet? Cause I've been yeah. interested to watch. Okay. Yeah. I think yeah. it is. Yeah. Is it it out? Yeah. Has Everybody anyone seen it? seen it? I have not. I haven't. No, no it's yeah. on the Roku channel and I do not have a Roku, so um, yeah, I can't watch it. Yeah. So Walter, I will say if you want to watch something that makes you forget Steve Carell is Steve Carell is uh watch that new like mini series called The Patient. Yeah, um, I've, I've heard really he's really good at that. It like I had to watch The Office like for days after that so I could get I could get Michael Scott back in my head I was like so disturbed by it yeah. and I still don't know if I liked it I've been thinking about it every like day it. since I watched yeah. it like it's like <laughs> I don't know if it was good or not like I don't know but I, I definitely can't stop thinking about it I mean Steve Carell and then who's the guy the other actor it's Bill Weasley but what's his Dom name Hall Gleason. Yeah, Dom Gleason. yeah I thought they both did a really good job, but it was mm-hmm. felt kind of disjointed. I don't know, mm-hmm. but it um, was a little bit too long too. It should have been like yeah. an episode or two shorter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they did 10. It definitely could have been like five or seven or something for mm-hmm. sure. But uh, that will let you forget the Steve crawl. For <laughs> me, I was like, <gasps> it was too <Yeah>. much. <laughs> Y'all ready for a bombshell? <laughs> yes. Do uh, Asteroid city. The next movie from Wes Anderson that I think is going to release next year. I think they're filming it right now. Our very own Steve Carell is going to be in it. Oh yes, oh, dude, yes. yes. Yeah, because I knew uh, I knew that the cast was they had added some big new new names, dude. Hold but on, yeah, he's going to be in it, and then the other really heavy hitter that first time appearing in a Wes Anderson movie is Tom Hanks. Yeah, whoa, and Margot dude, Robbie. he's yeah. like made for it. I feel like he's going to crush that. Let yep. me let, real quick. Let me do just a real quick read off of some of the cast is going to be in Asteroid City, and this is just according to Google. So this I don't. Isaac, feel free to jump in if I'm wrong in any of this. Sophia Lillis, Maya Hawke, Scarlett Johansson, Bill Barty, of course, Margot Robbie, uh, Tom Hanks, Steve Carell, Ed, Edward Norton, of course, Matt Dillon, Brian Cranston, Jeff oh, Goldblum, yeah. Adrian Brody, Tilda Swinton, uh, who else? Willem Dafoe, of course, um, yeah. Michael Sarah, Leif Schreiber, uh, who, and that, yeah, those are all like the. Uh, the big ones that are not there, usually. Yeah, there's some other like Fisher Stevens. He's in Succession. He's going to be in it. Hong Chow, who was in Wa- uh, Watchmen, is going to be in it. Mm. Um, Matt Dillon, I think, is going to yeah. be the main mm-hmm. character, it looks like. 
So cool. Yeah, pretty weird. Uh, for that. Wild cast. I know Rita Brian Wilson. Cranston and Rita Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, oh, Tom Hanks' nice. wife. Yeah. Yeah. I know Jeff Goldblum and um, uh, Brian Cranston were both voices in Isle of Dogs. Was Matt? Dylan in that? Was he one of the dogs? No? Was this his first time? He may have been. I'm going to Google okay. it. Okay. I, I love dogs I've only seen once. And Same. I was hoping that it would be funnier than it was. And it right. was a lot more somber. And so I need to rewatch it and just have a different mindset. But mm-hmm. I did like Agreed. it when I saw it. He was not in Isle of the Dogs. Oh, that hurts me. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to do that to you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, fantastic, Mr. Fox. What else? So um, good. Oh, go ahead, Olivia. I was just going to talk about Willem Dafoe. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I mean, we were talking about all these different people, and I feel like we we have to talk about Willem Dafoe as the rat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's so good and perfect. If I was not of sound mind and Willem Dafoe told me to do something, I would be like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, he's the other person. <laughs> the anti George Clooney, you know, yeah, like yeah, George yeah, Clooney yeah. could tell me to do anything and be like. Of course, George Clooney. Yes, absolutely. And if I was not of sound mind, which depending on the day might be the case, (laughs) Willem Dafoe told me to do something and be like, all right. Like he could, I think he could lead a cult just with his voice alone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In a good way. Yeah, there are a couple. There are a couple things. Uh, uh, come back to like rat real quick. But there are details in this movie that are so funny that like you're just swept along in the movie and you don't really pay attention. Like that doesn't really make sense. Like the first thing <laughs> is when they come in and Mrs. Fox catches them and she has that hilarious line where she's like, if what I think is happening is happening, it better not be. That's another yeah. thing. My sister says yeah, that all yeah. the time. <laughs> he, they, she goes, she turns and goes, why is he wearing that bandit hat? And it's Christopherson. Mm-hmm. And, Mr. Fox says his ears were cold. Go back to bed. He's not with us. Go back to bed. But when they put the bandit hats on, their ears stick out. So they're not they're not covered. So it's like the funniest little logical loop. Like he wasn't thinking it through. He just said his ears were cold. But the other thing is like when they see Rat for the first time, he like clicks and then they show him his name tag. And mm-hmm. Mr. Fox is like, being security what is that and he is so far away that there is no way that he <laughs> yes. could read what the, what the text yeah he's like why are you wearing that badge and it's yeah. like yeah there's no way because it's so small yeah the big the big um funny rat moments for me is when he says y'all are trespassing now illegally yes. that, like, <laughs> and then when when he dies and he's like uh kylie's like he redeemed himself and he's like Redemption, sure, but at the end of the day, he's just another dead rat in the garbage pail behind a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> Roasted, Roasted. Yeah. Also, let's talk about just how awful, dastardly, even it is for Rat to roast on uh, Mrs. Fox like yeah. that. Calling her the town tart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, she lived, certainly. We all did. We all but. a different time. Like. <laughs> don't, let's not have a double standard here. He's yeah, like, she, she marched against it. And that what he says? Let's yes. not have a double standard. She marched against it. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then Kylie, the the possum, is like, is that true? Was she the town tart? And he goes, yeah. let's not talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> How did y'all react to Kylie just zoning out? Like staring Dude. straight into the camera. I loved it so much. I yeah. just loved like the idea of someone having to draw those like that squiggly like <laughs> yeah. circle. Like yeah. I just this is so cute. And like I love he's like, can you just let me know if you're getting any of this? And he's just like, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Yeah, it was great. Oh my goodness. But it's like that's what possums do. They freeze. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just like having know, like it's great. It's 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 the same kind of thing of like them like when they're eating they're like bah, bah, or like her, or him mm. and badger like like you know you know it's like <laughs> they still they have all like very human attributes but like sometimes they're wild animals and like and it, yeah. it comes back through and like that's it's just so it's just charming is what it is so it's charming did anybody else feel like george clooney played mr fox kind of the same way that he played his character in oh brother where art thou Oh, the same yeah, kind of like yeah that's lead, great lead, small time leader of a small clan and they like mm-hmm. and he just has the same kind of like staccato like here's what we're doing though and like you're 20 miles from everything you're a geographical <laughs> oddity like like that same kind of like <laughs> uh and so i don't i think i think he, he i don't speaking completely out of my ass but I'm, I'm thinking he probably pulled out like some of the same kind of like acting techniques like in the same way for for mr fox and it just it was fun yeah, no, I, I never would have thought that, but now that you say it, totally. Yeah. I can totally yeah. see it. Yeah. That's kind of his I think that might just be his entire brand, right? Like he, and yeah. he does it in Ocean's Eleven. He's a he's the leader of a Same. small crew, right? Yeah. That's like his whole thing. I love it. Um his we get at it. unmatched. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of course, you know, he's no role is ever gonna be as good as he was in Spy Kids. So I just wanted to <laughs> that That's true. That is true. He, oh my gosh, I don't remember him in Spy Kids. He plays like the the like director the, or whatever. Was it the president or the or, director? No, uh, it was like the director of the Sylvester spy Stallone organization or whatever. Because he has the, the he has the like the little like black line that covers his eyes or whatever. And then he takes but it off at the end. <laughs> yeah, he, like it. just takes it off like it's glasses. Oh my gosh, yeah. this is. Have y'all not seen oh Spy Kids? Oh my gosh, I'm not in a long time. Not, okay. I, that was I, a I, Spy yeah. Kid myself. I, I'm looking oh, oh, at. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm, now that you said the thing about taking off yeah. the black yeah. line, that I've like, like triggered a core back, memory. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to go back and watch it. That's so fun. I yeah, I haven't watched that movie in years, and I kind of want to watch it just to see like all the people in it who I didn't know who they were at the time. Yeah. And yeah. now being like, I can't believe this person was in this. I did know that that was George Clooney at the time, though. Yeah. So yeah. actually, and Spy Kids had like a pretty stacked cast, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, sure. it's a it's a Robert Rodriguez movie. And he's I mean, he's also a pretty big director. And yeah. so he's got. Yeah. I, I feel like he also is kind of one of those director who ha- directors who has like an ensemble in mm, his same, movies yeah. a lot. So, yeah. Um, yeah, which is totally I mean, if I was a director, I think that I would have. I would try to do something similar because if, if you know yeah. you work well with a group of people and they mm-hmm. work well with each other, mm-hmm. I imagine that would make the whole movie making process so much easier. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. Cause like, why would you risk working with somebody else? And you like, you take like what three or four months filming a movie. And then you're like, what if I, you realize in the first like week, you don't get along with like <laughs> your lead actor. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. And that's not going to be fun. So yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you, Olivia. I would probably do the same thing. I, Maybe that's why Wes Anderson is starting to bring in people like Tom Hanks and Steve Carell and like these other mm-hmm. new to the game, new to the Wes Anderson game, uh, huge names. Because mm-hmm. like, I think before his ensembles were all the same folks because he was like, all right, look, I'm really particular. Yeah. Uh, I know these people will work well with me. But now he's, you know, he's one of the biggest names in filmmaking right. for like, mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, maybe forever. Right. And yeah. so... I think they come on set and he can be like, look, I'm Wes Anderson, just like you're Tom Hanks. Like, yeah. <laughs> like this yeah, is the, the actors he's, now. The actors he's pulling in, yeah, are just as seasoned as, as he is. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, 
Okay, this is a little bit of a different topic, but when you guys know, like in Aristocats, when um, they have like listen, <laughs> animal movie, yeah. no, I'm in it, I'm in it, I'm following you, Shelby. And let's have, go. Like, I love Aristocats. Like, uh, it's so good, like the creme de la creme de Edgar, you know. Yes. And you're just yes. like, I need to eat that. Okay, yes. that is how I felt about the nutmeg, nutmeg ginger apple snaps. Yes. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh my gosh, I was like, uh, I, I'm gonna try to bake those. I think, I think I'm gonna try to make some because. <laughs> they looked so good but then that was another moment too where i think it was ash and christopherson they were like like they ate it all but then like there's still like the whole pile of food left i'm like what did they even eat i don't know but i just love that so much it's also funny too like i the more i watch that scene the more i see it as like you know like like y'all were saying the theme of the movie is like they're they're wild animals and they're like okay we're gonna go steal back my dad's tail and do something great and then they're like you smell those? And then they just go and eat them. Like they can't stop themselves. They're just, they just want to go eat them immediately. Yeah. It's just, it's such a good mix of like human and animal that like, um, like it, it lets you weirdly relate to this really weird story and these weird like characters. But then it's like, other times you're like, well, I would never zone out like a possum like that. And like, you know, or I would never, while I eat my dinner, you know, like, so yeah. 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 Very fun. When they make the uh, ransom note, and they cut it out of the magazine, the letters out of the magazine. <laughs> and then Kylie's doing that little thing, like trying to figure out, well, why did they, why did they do that? Well, I guess we know who they are or, you know, he's like, why they cut these out of magazines is like to hide their identity. But also we know that they're the ones trying to kill us. So like, he's like having that <laughs> and, internal and they dialogue. Signed it. <laughs> and they signed it. We know who they are. We know who's trying to kill us. Yeah. Uh, we haven't talked about, uh, I, Michael Gambon as as yes. Mr. Bean, um, who was just like at first, like I, I heard his voice, and I'm like, I think because I had that Isaac, I had that. Is that Dean Kane? I had like that kind of moment where I was like, Dean Kane, is that Michael Gambon? And uh, I, I look the number of times I pulled pulled up IMDb while I was watching this movie to be like, is that? I think that's yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's him. Um, but yeah, Michael Gambon, very, very cool as Mr. Bean. Like, then he had like a different, I don't know my British, I don't know my UK accents apart from one another, but it was very <laughs> clearly not his normal accent. And, uh, you know, it was, it was another, another, I, I'm having a hard time separating him from what I know him as, which is for me, Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like about like, by the third act, I was like, not think about Dumbledore anymore. I'm like, yeah, no, he mm-hmm. like is very like another good commanding voice, like very good pick for like the guy who kind of lead the farmers, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I what know. I love is like, it really sounds like he is delivering all his lines with a cigarette in his mouth. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like a little bit of a, like, <laughs> yeah. it sounds sloppy. Yeah. Um, like, I hope like, he really did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I bet he did. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of those, he's another one of those names where it's like, like one of the biggest people that has worked in a Wes Anderson movie that you're like, Oh, like they got, he got Dumbledore to be in a movie, but he, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he hasn't yeah. been in another one yeah. since and with him since. Yeah. So yeah. Well, now I just want to go watch the movie again. I yeah. Let's do it one more time. Yeah. 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 It, it so. might become one of my like comfort movies now just to, to throw it on. Cause it really does like, even in like the, the more intense parts, you know, the holy swearing cuss as they're going off of the ramp or like <laughs> it, the, you know, being chased while they're on the, the motorcycle with the sidecar, like even all that, I'm just like, 
oh, this is nice. Like, this is pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> he and delivers the, that rousing speech. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. not leaving without that necktie. And then yeah. they just shoot at them. And he's like, actually, we should just go. Where did I park? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All that is just so great. So even like the, the scene with the wolf like where they have like oh my you gosh know, yeah Ky- oh. kylie's been talking about wolves the whole movie and every time <laughs> mr fox right. is like why do you keep bringing that up like <laughs> I, i'm not afraid of them but i have a phobia of them and then <laughs> and then they have like and it's like it's kind of like like it's a longer scene than i would have expected for this like just them having this like stand almost a standoff with a wolf but it's like off in the distance. You, you never get like really a close up of it or anything. And the wolf never talks, but just like the fist in the air. And then the yeah. wolf, yes. like, it's, you don't know if the wolf is going to give it back, if he's going to attack or anything. And the wolf does it and then yeah. goes off and back into the forest. And it was just, I, I asked him if he thinks we're in for a hard winter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like is, and, and you guys are going to have to clear this up for me. Cause I, I, every time I watch that scene, I have like, you know, 15 theories on what that's supposed to be. And maybe it's really clear to everybody else but me. But I feel like, is that him? Like, is, is his thing with the wolf like, hey, that's who I could be if I totally let go and was fully animalistic and I'm scared of that? Or is that like, what is that? What's his deal? I think, I think, I think that could be correct. But I think a number of things could also be correct. But I don't know. I want to hear, Olivia, what do you think about the wolf scene? So... Uh, I think, yeah, no, I think that that could be a possible meaning for that scene. I also think like they ultimately it's animals versus human, right? Mm-hmm. At, in this movie. And and so I think that while the wolf is probably the top, top of the food chain in the woods, in the wild, uh, they, the wolf and the other animals have to work together to protect their land from humans invading right and so i think that that's that's really what that means to me that's what i was kind of interpreting it as is like we are together in this even if we wouldn't necessarily work together mm-hmm. otherwise right because like mm-hmm. think about the rest of the animals like those those animals don't necessarily actually work together in in real life but they have to work together to to protect each other and and protect their like their land in a sense. And so that's, that's what I was interpreting the the meaning behind that scene. Canis lupus. Bulbous, bulbous. <laughs> bulbous, bulbous. Also, I don't guys, think he speaks French or Latin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> guys, when he said that, I was like, oh, they, they took the Pokemon name Vulpix from the Latin name. Yeah. <laughs> that makes so yeah. much sense. They're so smart. That yeah. was the thought yeah. I had last night while watching this movie. So it's, I'm I think that child. scene is pretty deep. Uh, mm-hmm. And I haven't, I haven't thought about it in a long time. Cause it's always just like, I've always seen it as a joke, but I think it is supposed to be deeper. Cause you know, Wes Anderson's like on another level with the way he's making yeah. these movies. Um, and I guess it's like the it's the one thing that he's actually scared of mm-hmm. is like he, no, he no, knows he's he not afraid of caught. it, but he has a phobia of them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like the one thing he's actually scared of. Like even when they get into danger, he's like, "I can get us out of this. Like we'll mm-hmm. be fine. Everybody relax." And he just has this arrogance. And I guess it is this sort of like clinching motif where it's been a joke throughout mm-hmm. the whole movie, mm-hmm. but it is also kind. It is the theme, and then yeah. he gets to be like okay yeah like yeah i I think olivia what you said was great 
It's like I, the, the animalistic, the animals versus the humans, yeah. like nature thing. And then he gets to like reflect on the, the terror of seeing this thing that he's like terrified of and like ready to drive off if they need to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then it's like this serene sort of surreal moment in the middle, <laughs> in the middle of this kid's movie. Yeah. So. I also, so you said that this is the one thing he's scared of. I don't think it's the one thing he's scared of. Cause he's also scared of, of people thinking he's basically not enough. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's true. I think that with that thought, as well, I think that this is the moment after he like he proves that he can take care of his family. He he was able to you know get out of um, he was able to rescue his family and and you know return home. And then as that moment happens, he so he's faced with that that insecurity, overcomes it, and then faced with the next big fear, which is the wolf. And so I think that maybe really ultimately the moment is about facing your fears and and really t- trying to tackle them head on. Yeah. Yep. And, and embrace, embrace who, yeah. Embrace who you are. Cause mm-hmm. he just says like, what a beautiful creature. Cause it's just standing there looking at them. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, maybe I should, I don't know, like embrace more of like who I am, but still be responsible. And yeah. yeah. So, but I, also leader, think the, uh, I think the reciprocal high fist is mm-hmm. like, uh, the wolf maybe being like, Hey, listen, I, I, I see like, like, uh, He's like, hey, I see you for like, I, I there are things in you I respect, and yeah, like, you're a family yes. man. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like, yeah. like I'm the. I, I think there's something there about the fact that the wolf doesn't have any clothes. He's on all fours. Like right. he's mm-hmm. like the full animal. That's right? true. And he's yeah, by he's himself too. Yeah. And he's by himself. And so yeah. I think I think Mr. Fox is looking up there, and he's like, okay, this could be me if I let loose all the time and was like the full on wild animal. But I'm not. I'm crafty. I'm a leader. I'm not totally independent. I'm like, I've got my family, like, yeah. and then the wolf sees that in him and like, and, and, you know, that's where you get the wolf's like, no, I see you too, man. Like, yeah, I think it's I a think, lot. I think it's kind of a moment for Mr. Fox to like, you know how you kind of like in your life, you can be like, it's really nice to dream about something, but then when it becomes a reality, it's like really scary. And you're like, mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think I actually wanted that. So like <laughs> this whole time he's like, I'm an, I'm a wild ant. Like he is, but he's like, I uh-huh. want to be this, like this I'm untamed. And then he like really sees what that looks like yeah. and he respects it, but he's like, okay, I love my wife. I love Ash. Like here's who I really am. I don't yeah. know. I just think yeah. it's kind yeah. of like, you no, get to that's see good. something you, yeah. So yeah. It's easy to talk a big game until <laughs> you're next to it and then you're like shaking in your boots. Yeah. And then so, you're like, you know what? Actually living in that tree, not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good being the family man. Yeah. 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 I, thought, I thought it was hilarious too when they, they dig up the tree and then Bunce sits in like the chair. Did you notice that? <laughs> like he sits in the chair while they're kind of like sitting in their living room looking at everything. Um, there's so many, there's so many incredible details in this movie that like you can go back and kind of like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that. So I know I want to watch it based on everything you got. You guys have said so many things I've never noticed before. So I need to go back and yeah, yeah. try to soak that in. Yeah, I'm definitely going to rewatch it like because I, I work from home too. And so like I might just like have that on the background at some point totally. when I'm doing some stuff just to. Yeah, there's just so it's it is one of those movies where the more you watch it, the more you appreciate it. I mean, mm-hmm. as much as you yeah. might love it the first time you see it, like, like, uh, like it warrants like several rewatches, like over the course yeah. of like a few months or a few years, even. So, well, Walter, what was your wife's takeaway since she was seeing it for the first yeah. time? Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Well, yes, it was, again, I think the most telling was that, like, we didn't talk and, like, she wasn't on her phone or anything while we were watching. Yeah. Like, it was, like, we sat our asses down and listened, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, <laughs> and so, uh, <laughs> so always, whenever I show her a movie that she hasn't seen before, it's always, like, the, the same thing of, like, you're, you know, you get in the car with your friends when you're younger, and you're like, I'm going to show you guys a song, and then you play the song, and the whole time you're just, like, sitting up straight, and you're, like, your eyes are, like, looking at everybody, and you're yeah. having a good time. So, like, that was, that's me with with Morgan whenever, like, I show her a movie or, or a show or anything that she hasn't seen before. I'm always like, what if she hates it? And if she hates it, that means she might think less of me, and then she'd be like, oh, my gosh, why did I marry this guy? Like, he likes this movie, really? Like, and so yeah. then I have, like, this whole, like, thing. Um that but is yes, called spiraling. That is, yeah. <laughs> I'm very, yeah. I'm very good at that. And so, uh, yeah. So the movie ended, and so we were, we let the credits roll for like, like 30, 45 seconds before either of us like, like said anything. So I, because I was scared to, and so then I, like, I looked over on the couch and I was like, so what'd you think? And she was like, I liked it, and I was like, oh, okay, well, good. So that, that's, and that was her, you know, if she yeah. says that, and she's very straightforward movie, she'll tell you like, she's like didn't like that as much but if she says i liked it then i take that at face value like yeah. nice. she's, she's nice. not saying that to appease, to appease me or anything so well, what you don't know is that you chose to watch fantastic mr fox but she was watching downton abbey on her phone like <laughs> she's yeah. actually a huge downton abbey fan she went to see downton abbey while we were in top gun <laughs> <laughs> although I, I she could... would have loved top gun i think maybe Who doesn't right i think she i think she would i think she would have i think might, it's the ultimate like universal movie i might i might get her to watch that then um i cut you off shelby sorry oh no you're okay i was just gonna say i could like really respect a woman who's like you know what you guys go do your thing sure go do yeah. my thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh cool. and to that point olivia going to see movies by yourself is the best in the it world is the best. 100 percent yeah. yeah yeah i love it yeah. It's, it's I don't think I've ever done my favorite things. Oh, Walter, you, you need to do, do it. Too. It's like traveling night. alone. Go it really night. is. Well, I used yeah. to travel alone all the time, and like in and that got at first I liked it, and then it got old, and so yeah. now I'm like, I'm scared to do stuff by myself. Yeah. No, 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 go do it. Yeah, I get not wanting to travel alone. Like that's probably one of the reasons why I don't come to Central Arkansas very often because <laughs> I have to go by myself. It's a five hour drive, and it's mm. like, <sighs> yeah, I could yeah. not do that. <laughs> that would yeah. be better and so but going to a movie by yourself is is a completely different experience so yeah i might do I that with it. like horror movies because morgan does not you know she did she really tricked me when we first started dating like we watched like insidious the conjuring like some of my favorites and i thought that she liked because because she liked them too and then like six months to a year like into us dating i was oh is uh, i can't remember what movie was coming out but some horror movie was coming out and i was like i was like oh let's go see this and she was like no i really do not like horror movies and i was like what <laughs> oh yeah and she was like only watch that because like i wanted you to like me <laughs> and now i can so tell cute. you now now that you have like now that we've like talked about marriage and stuff it's like nope i am and i was like wow you trapped me you you, you really got me there you've been yeah. hoodwinked yeah you, what you don't know is you guys are watching those movies together and she was having nightmares for weeks traumatized i feel really bad about <laughs> but i was like just tell me so. just does not like fantastic mr fox as much as my no. family does but she does think it's good and yeah yeah she thinks it's funny but yeah. she's she's I really appreciate whenever we're watching someone and she like audibly says like, man, this is so good. Or like, wow, this is great. Cause she just kind of observes. And then she's like, eh. and then like, it's either yeah. like 
either not remarkable and she doesn't say anything or like very rarely she'll just yeah. be like this is really good and she just yeah. says if i know she says it if she says it i know she really loves it like that happened with the white lotus last week we're watching that it happened this is hilarious after we wa- i showed her the dark knight like a year ago she had never seen it and she we get to the end of the movie and it's just like she was like that was so good oh my gosh i've like chills and like the themes and like all this stuff i was like i know it's really really good and we like talked about it and then we went to see the new batman and she's like that was awesome. Like I was so into that. That's my favorite Batman movie. And I was like, do you like it more than the dark Knight?" And she was like, Oh, I haven't seen the dark Knight yet. And I was like, Has this have? <laughs> and she goes, she goes, no, no. And I was like, Jess, we watched the dark Knight, And you like, you said you had chills and it like really stuck with I you. I wrote it down like, in my diary. I remember, <laughs> yeah, I I like, remember it. <laughs> and she was like, I've not seen this. She's like insisted that she has not seen oh, it. It's so funny. So that's hilarious. Yeah. Morgan's yeah. Morgan's note during the Batman we saw in theaters was about two hours in, and she turns to me and she was like, <laughs> like this is a long movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is too long. It is pretty long. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That movie. I feel like uh it was okay, but there was like when the first trailer came out, Colin was like obsessed with it, and it like came out, yeah. came out near my birthday, and we were trying to do like birthday things, and I was like, "Stop watching the trailer." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, oh I don't want to watch the That's trailer true. with you again. Yeah, it's the same trailer. Nothing has film, changed. Such a film bro moment. It did. It got me so hyped though. Like oh, I same. like the especially like as it builds and builds and builds and right towards the end uh colin farrell's like this guy's crazy yeah. and then the, the like, <laughs> title comes up i was like oh, oh, come on yes, yes yes that first part of that trailer where the the warner brothers logo like you know what i'm talking yeah. about like it's the, yeah. it's the duct tape, the tape sound. yeah yeah dude that that freaked me out so good it <laughs> so was good. uh it was perfect um if uh if i can it's super off topic i'm gonna throw in a, a controversial take here okay sure. do it Paul Dano is an overactor in that movie. Yes. I know. I know. He's, I agree. I saw it twice in theaters and I kind of, that, I hey, kind of Isaac, agree. That's six hours of your life that you can't get back. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, right? <laughs> no, him like screaming and going crazy at the end. Like when, I was laughing. Yeah. It, yeah, like it, acting, was, you know? it was not, it was like it we were like in like acting. a, we were at like an amateur, like somebody made you come to their like, play or something like it was like their improv night yeah it was a, a it college was not a college like a student film that is yeah. so ruthless. there's, there's well, also true. like yeah there's also the aspect too where like people you know paul dano said that he got so method for it that he was like having trouble sleeping and like was kind of terrified and stuff and people on twitter were like you got paid to play a Batman villain. Like, why can't these white boys just like take their check and like be happy? And, and, and like, I totally get it. Too. Yeah, that's so method acting for Batman villain characters. I think that, stop it. I think that yeah. um um Paul Dano's like the one character in that movie is like you don't see his face until you know mm-hmm. later. But if he had, I think he's like the one person that's almost like done a disservice by the. <laughs> the darkness and like of Gotham. I don't really know how much, how else to say it. Like everybody else gets more screen time and then Mm -hmm. it's almost like he doesn't have enough in a weird way. But, but yeah, no, in when he, when he's like, when he realizes like, Oh, Batman's not on my side 
and he yeah. starts flipping out and he's like, no, no, no. Yeah, dude. I was like, I was like, I don't think you're crazy. I think you look kind of stupid. Like I would yeah. just like laugh at you if I was Batman. So yeah. I don't know. That's like I, one critique I have of the movie. So I do yeah. want to say this though, uh, cause I know Paul is a, a really big fan of flyover film country and I want to give him his credit. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to, his yeah, part in there will be blood, so. his part in little miss sunshine. My Wild man life. is, he's my a great man director is iconic. Too, yeah. Yeah. Swiss Army Man. I, I was about, about to Swiss say Army Swiss Army, Army, Army Man. Man. Yeah. 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 No, he's, he's great. He's great. Yeah. Except um, in the Batman. <laughs> except, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, any other final thoughts on uh, Fantastic on, Mr. On, Fox? On Batman? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I really want to play Whack Bat. Yeah. That's my big takeaway. Whack Bat. Did y'all play, did y'all read Calvin and Hobbes growing up? Calvin oh, yeah. Ball? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the same thing. It's like just make up. There are so many the like rules. fictional sports that like, like I actually would, I'd, I'd like to play that. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, whack whack bat is definitely one of them. I'm gonna divide that by nine. Would you play Quidditch? <laughs> That's the other big like oh, fictional sport. I don't think I would play Quidditch because you could fall when I was, and break when I was younger. Arm and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. No, yeah. oh, I'm talking about the the Muggle version where you're like, oh, th- that colleges actually play. No, where yeah. you have to put it. You have, Put a broomstick between your legs, and you're running around. And there's a guy wearing a yellow morph suit, and you have to catch. He's the snitch, and you have to catch yeah. him. Yeah, that's dangerous in a different way. Yeah, you know? that's its yeah. own kind of. Yeah. You know, only you you know only virgins play that, right? Yeah. Oh my god! I said it was when I was younger. <laughs> that's that's what uh, uh Jim Gaffigan, who like a stand up that he released a year ago, he had he was talking about marching bands. And he was like, you never like hear, oh, you never hear someone say, I want to hear the marching band version of that song. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like roasting marching bands. And then finally he goes, no, I know that like, it takes a lot of talent. Like you have to be really skilled to be in a marching band. I could just never be in a marching band because I have sex. Which is hilarious because band camp, yeah. come on. Band, yeah. band camp. Also, everyone I know who was in band was like the Insane. Like, most, yeah, sexual. Yeah. yeah. Sexually people. active. Yeah. yeah. They're crazy. Se- yeah. Sexually active band nerds. Let's say Mean Girls. Mean Girls, mean girls. Really nailed that one. Yeah. 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 The only so. people when I was in high school who got caught like doing it in a bathroom band kids, band kids. Band kids. Band kids. yeah, yeah. On, i yeah. heard stories of them on the bus i was supposed to say on the bus yeah yeah, yeah. So, that's insane know. jim gaffigan you're wrong that's all yeah he is wrong but it's a funny we're picking them all down <laughs> no. today paul dano i'll say jim paul dano i'll say how many other celebrities can we call you're out you're not safe on this podcast <laughs> you're not safe no one is safe, <laughs> no one is safe. <laughs> tom cruise doesn't have sex for sure like, yeah yeah oh my gosh for sure. Speaking that of was virgins. the weirdest that was like the weirdest conversation we had on this podcast i was like why are we debating but one, but one of the best <laughs> okay but also one of the funniest ones so i'm saying so, it was one of the best yeah. ones. It was one of the best. So we I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. All right, y'all. Y'all want to land this plane? Yeah. You've yeah. passed our moment. Y'all want to land? We're going we're to land the plane in Romans <laughs> chapter three tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Let's Ocean dive right starts in. playing in the background. Else, for anybody else who is in youth group, it's like, yeah, that's how you end every youth group. All right, let's land youth, this plane. Youth pastor sermon is, all right, let's, let's land this plane. Oh my gosh, I'm like having PTSD. I was about to say, like, I'm I'm, I'm locking more core memories. Yeah, yeah, thanks for that, Walter. I'd like, I'd try intentionally to not think about you. (laughs) 
Colin and Shelby Lingo from Citizen Staff Picks. Go follow them on Instagram. So cool what they're doing. Yeah. And yeah, this was some awesome. This is maybe the no, we've done five person pods in the past, but it's mm-hmm. been a while and this was a mm-hmm. lot of fun. Y'all are so articulate and smart and you love this movie as much as we do. So this was so much fun. Thank you guys for being on here and yeah, we'll have for, you again in the future. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for guys. inviting us. So fun. I miss you guys. We should, we need to talk more. I yes, know we yeah. really do. We and need nice to come to, to Sunny Walker. Walker. I just say you, we, you know, yeah. we, you know, I go so far back with y'all. Like I've been to like before college. <laughs> I know. I know. Basically Childhood. grew up together. Back yeah. to when, back to when they got on the zoom and I was like, y'all ready to start? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> feels like yesterday yeah um, yeah yeah come come to portland come visit us you got a place to stay portland is say less i would I say i'd love to go to portland <laughs> i want to go to portland yeah come on come on up y'all. let's do right. it all right thank you for listening um thank you to walter lyle for producing this episode our art is by macy lummis our theme music is by cordon jocks go check them out they are little rock artists and our next episode is going to be little women right I think yes. so. Yeah. yeah. Greta Gerwig. Yeah. Speaking Great of our, speaking of my wife, I think our wives are supposed to join us for that one, Isaac. Is that right? Yeah. Our joke last time was uh, one little woman and two above average in height women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that should be fun. Um, be fun. And please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and give us uh, a rating on itunes that helps out a lot and we will catch you guys on the flippity flip and yeah that's it catch you on the flippity flip you cussing with me are you cussing with me no you cuss you you cuss you you are you cuss you are cuss you